What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and you can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking to someone who also supports the community through her role at WP Engine, and she's going to be talking to us about how women can thrive with WordPress and technology. And joining us for this conversation, I would like to join the one and only Sam Munoz. Sam, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk about women in WordPress and tech and all of those things. Yay. Excellent. Excellent. So for those uh, listening here, what Sam is going to share, and Sam come, uh, works at WP Engine. Uh, she's also the host of her own popular podcast called Making Website Magic. And what Sam's going to share today are her thoughts on what the history of women's roles in technology can teach us, the opportunity of web development for women seeking careers in technology, and the role of WordPress in supporting that journey. So really excited to have this conversation with you here, Sam. And uh, we'll go ahead and kick it off with the same question I ask every guest. Could you briefly tell me your WordPress origin story? Yeah. So back in 2014, I think is when I really got into WordPress. I think I kind of dabbled in it every now and then uh, before that, but I started a blog with my cousins about crafting and we decided to do it on WordPress and learned all of the things, you know, the hosting setup, how to set up a theme and all of those kinds of things. And it was interesting because I really, really, really enjoyed the blogging part of it and the, you know, how do we make our site look and all of that very much less the crafting. <laughs> and so um, later after that, I started another blog about children's books. And then I started another thing. And it just like what, what turned out to be the through line of all of that was, oh, I actually just really like building websites in WordPress. And so I was working as a software developer um, at a bioinformatics company. And I 
found out that my job was kind of precarious and probably going to be lost soon. And I decided to take matters into my own hands, if you will, and started a freelance WordPress business. And that was in January of 2018. And I just kept it going for almost five years. And uh, yeah, that's that was WordPress, right? So I started really just in the blogging space and very much decided it was about the websites that I really enjoyed, the tech stuff, the plugins, the themes, the development part of it that I enjoyed most. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, we've had a few guests over the years with similar origin stories, you know, uh, being in technology, but not necessarily in quote web development, getting into blogging. I think yours sounds really unique. I, the, the most important question I have for you, I think of this whole interview was, did you call the crafting blog like the cousin cousin crafting corner? It was DIY just cause. I was oh, so okay. proud of that. <laughs> oh, you did get a cousin there, huh? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's clever. Um, so, okay. So you're getting in, in 2014, you have the software development background, you start making these blogs and realize you really enjoy the, um, the kind of crafting of the site part and, and decide to ultimately make it a career. So help me understand what you're doing at WP engine. Like, what do you do there? Yeah. So I'm the community manager for the developer relations team. And this is a brand new um, position within the company and also new for me too. So I'm kind of crafting it as I go, but uh, the developer relations team really is about connecting with people who use uh, the tools and advocating and having conversations, you know, supplying support and answering questions and really just cultivating a community around WordPress, which is exciting because that's something that is really natural for me anyway. It's something that I've been doing specifically uh, centering women in the podcast that you mentioned. And so I'm really excited about uh, kind of sinking my teeth into the WordPress community more at large and having a you know broader impact there through WP Engine. Oh, excellent. That's great to hear. You know, when I joined WP Engine, I was part of the WordPress community. I was running a WordPress agency uh, prior to that, but not really like dug in and, and, and really contributed in big ways. And it's been a really amplifier for me in that area. I hope it is as well for you. You yeah. mentioned your podcast, that's Making Website Magic. Could you briefly tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So the podcast, um, I co-host it with my awesome uh, co-founder of Making Website Magic. Her name's Karen. And we talk about more of like the business and sales side of running a web design and development freelance business, uh, specifically, again, centering women web designers and developers. So, you know, we have a community of people that we pull a lot of content from, and we're talking about things like, you know, feeling like a people pleaser, uh, being too pushy, raising your prices, um, things that a lot of people can connect to and relate to, but we're really, really taking it from the perspective of being a woman in a more male dominated space. And it's, it's been fun to have conversations with people who listen to the podcast and hear them say, oh my gosh, I applied this tactic. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm booking more calls with people. I'm booking more projects. I'm feeling more confident in my work. And that kind of stuff makes me feel so excited. So yeah, that's what the podcast is about. Excellent. That sounds so fantastic. I didn't get a chance to fully listen to episodes yet, but it's on my list. You betcha, Sam. Um, so let's kind of go more into the topic we kind of wanted to focus around here today, which is how women can thrive with WordPress. Um, but I, I'm kind of curious, like what the, what you feel the history of women in technology might be able to teach us about how we should support women in technology in the future. Yeah, so this is really exciting. When I went to college, I went to a really small STEM school called Harvey Mudd College in Claremont, California, and our 
uh, class was like the first class that had more women than men. I think we were like 50%. And I attended this uh, event. It was like Grace Hopper Celebration of Women in Computing, I think is what it's called. And learned about so many women in the space. And, you know, there's like Ada Lovelace, Grace Hopper, Anita Borg. Um, another one that's really inspirational to me is Katherine Johnson. She's more on like the NASA side, but women have been a part of technology from the beginning. And so it makes sense to continue to perpetuate that in modern society, if you will. And uh, I just think that the more we can remember that the roots also included women, the more we can pull that in, you know, on in the in the daily, if that makes sense. So you feel like the significant contributions of women in technology in the past is a lesson to learn about the future. And the more, it seems like the more women's brains we have working at these interesting problems, the more contribution we have to solving them. Whatever you think about the challenges of the past though, what should that teach us about the future? Yeah, I mean, to your point, I think that it's really important to remember that it's not only just about different genders, but in general, having diverse um, viewpoints on solving problems is powerful because everyone brings in a different perspective. And because of that, we will solve problems more efficiently. We'll see blind spots more regularly. Um, and I think that that's really important. I, I think that this is really hard because when it comes to women in web design and development or in tech, it feels like it's hard to crack in or th there's a perception that it's hard to crack in. Um, and, and get your first, you know, your first footing. And so um, I, I just feel like that's the, the, it's not so much gatekeeping, if you will, but it's more just like lowering the barrier to entry to allow more women in the space, I think would be beneficial in general. So like, I guess there's the obvious, right? Uh, sexual discrimination and like um, being kind of overtly bringing women down is a lesson to not do for the future, certainly. But then you're kind of also pointing out that like those entrance paths are important. And, and yeah. as we think of the past, there, there's perceived difficulty in, in getting in, but then there's real difficulty in getting in. And so it sounds like you might be implying that a lesson for the future is to provide more of those paths and to provide support for those individuals um, making a leap into an area they might not feel comfortable in. Totally. And I think that that can happen both from like the hiring process and then also the retention, right? So getting women in the door is amazing. And then also making them feel safe to share their opinions and, you know, have internal things that are lifting them up so that they actually stay. I want to talk a little bit later about the how organizations can focus in those areas, but you kind of brought up an interesting point around making women and people of all genders feel welcome. And, you know, technology com uh, um, communities can kind of ebb and flow and how good they are at that WordPress included. And so I want to kind of talk to you about that side of it for a minute, but we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm talking with Sam Munoz about how women can thrive with WordPress. Sam, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about some of the elements of how the history of women in technology can teach us about the future. The notion of the kind of amplifying effect of having lots of different viewpoints, solving problems, the contributions of women in the past, and then also some of the challenges. And one of the key challenges you talked about was those entry paths, which we're going to get to here in a bit. But I want to kind of get back to the feeling welcome part. Do you think, um, uh, you know, what what are um, there are a lot of digital and in person communities in WordPress? What could those communities or technology communities at large do to make women feel welcomed and supported? I think that it's both creating a space where they feel seen, but then also having women, and again, diverse voices in general, leading conversations. I think that that's, um, there's there are times when I like, you know, see a conference, for example, and you see like the speakers list and it feels very uh, one-sided, if you will, one perspective, just, you know, perception wise. And so having more women actually in leadership, in uh, speaking positions, in hosting positions for different things, I think is, is another way to make them feel welcome beyond just saying like, hey, there's a bunch of women here. Um, does that make sense? It does. It's it's that notion of representation, and it makes acute sense to me because I interviewed Mike Little and Anita Carter and Sandy Jackson about the contributions and challenges of the Black community in WordPress, and that was something they brought up as well. And, and it was this notion that if you did not see someone that you felt you identified with in a more material way, that it almost created this feeling of not feeling welcomed for you, even if the people in attendance, you know, didn't have that intent. Um, and, and I don't know if that's that's similar to what you're saying, but it did resonate with me from that prior interview. Yeah. Can I say something else about that, actually? Please. So I think that what's really, really important, and this is a personal, personal viewpoint, is I never want to be hired because I'm a woman. 
right? I don't want to be hired for perception or for some quota. I want to be hired because I'm awesome. I want to be, you know, invited into a company because I'm great at what I do. I want to be, um, you know, booked by a client because they respect my expertise. And I also happen to be a woman. And so it's really about like uh, casting like a wide enough net so that you actually have diverse people applying for things. And then you can still, you know, hire based off of the best talent, but then you have a diverse range of people to choose from. And you're, you're cluing, you're cueing in on a really important point here, which is that as orgs consider how to have more diverse representation, that tokenization is something that they should consider avoiding and, and rather to cast the wide net of candidates. Are you pulling from the right uh, or, or from a diverse set of pools of speakers? Are you broadcasting and promoting to, to diverse audiences to attract new speakers? Um, th these are the kinds of things you, you mean by casting a wide net. I don't know if that's true or if you have other ideas, but what do you think on that, Sam? That's absolutely what I'm saying. Reach more people so that more people have the opportunity to sit, to raise their hand. Because if we continue to just you know uh, target one specific group, then that's that's all that will come. And again, this this applies across the board: speakers, hiring, running your own business. Um, and I think, yeah, the more we can allow just to spread our arms wide, and the right people will come, and it'll be great because then we'll have all sorts of people, and it will represent the world at large. I can attest to that strategy being very successful at delivering good content and work and um, found, found great success at uh, casting the wider net. Now, I think when you cast the wider net, you know, there's also that kind of aspect of like, okay, well, how do we, how do we get more women involved in contributing in, in technology? And I'm just curious, you know, as we think about, you kind of talked about um, providing those avenues by providing support. Do you think that web design and development represent a unique opportunity for women wanting to learn technology? And if so, do you think WordPress helps in some unique way? I think it does. I think it does contribute to women um, being able to, again, kind of just like get that entry point because it feels very accessible in the sense that like you can go online and learn how to do this, right? You can go take free classes. Um, there are so many opportunities. There's so many mentors. Um, especially women mentors emerging in tech, which is awesome too, because nothing feels better than, than feeling like this person, like I can, they can grab my hand and help me through in the learning process. Um, and, and then when it comes to WordPress in particular, the, especially the way WordPress is moving, there are so many ways to, to learn. And, and what I mean by the way WordPress is moving is things like block editor, full site editing, et cetera, that makes it again, feel a little bit more accessible to get your feet wet. And then if you want to get into the deeper code stuff, if you want to do, um, you know, plugin development, if you want to do theme development, all of that, and, and really dig into the code you can, but it gives you an entry point and then you can go deeper from there. And I just, I love that. And again, that, that applies across the board, not just women in particular, anyone that wants to get into the web design and development space. I actually think that WordPress is such a fabulous way to just get started. You know, Sam, this is the 245th episode of this podcast I've done. Uh, I took it over from Yoast a number of years ago, um, and I've heard so many origin stories over the years. And, and you're right about that entry point, even thinking about your own story and how you said that you were in software development, you were in technology, but blogging is what got you interested. Well, of course, someone with a non-technology background 
can also get into these types of activities in WordPress. And, and you really kind of painted that journey well that folks take, which is I'm doing something for fun or interest or whatever it was. And then I realized I like doing that thing, you know, not just the message I was trying to get out. And then fundamentally turning that into a career. I, I mean, it definitely resonates for me. Is that something you you discover a lot with folks you speak with on your podcast or otherwise? Yes, absolutely. And it's very much that I think that the biggest thing that I hear is I, I solve problems for people in my life. <laughs> and because of that, I realized, Hey, I'm actually really good at this thing. And so I decided to make it into a business. So like everybody comes for me when, or comes to me when they need help with X thing. And therefore I'm turned it into a business. So it's both like from a passion place, but then also from like, this is just what I naturally gravitate towards. This is a strength and uh, I'm going to go with the flow, if you will. Yeah, I really liked how you also called out that mentorship part earlier, and I'm glad to see it getting stronger. I have certainly friends who've benefited from that over the years, including someone named Ray Hoffman, who was really had no technology job at all, was in a very difficult spot in her life. She's talked about this publicly, so I'm not like revealing new stuff. Mm. Um, but she found some forums from people who were building and optimizing sites and, and she got learning and, and was able to make a very successful career out of it. And so I'm not sure if she used WordPress for that in the very beginning, but it, she was very, very untechnical. And so it does feel like it provides a unique path. Do you feel like that mentorship side is maybe a little stronger in WordPress? I've hung out in various technology communities over the years, and I do feel like WordPress is really good about that side. Well, I do think that it, it's like in the nature of WordPress being open source and just the way that it is, it fosters community, right? We're building something together. And so uh, there is a natural relationship building that happens. And I think mentorship is just a one component of that, that makes it feel very like anybody's welcome here. WordPress is for, for all. Excellent. Excellent. So you know, sometimes though, in these communities, and there was even some tweets about this the day before our recording about some people being less than friendly to women in some mm -hmm. Facebook groups. Um, what, how should, you know, community managers think about that when it occurs? Um, and then we'll, we'll go into our next break. That but is such a good question. I was also seeing similar things out there. And I think that it's really just a like a, a matter of reminding people that what we're doing is something that everybody has access to. There is no one group that owns WordPress. We all do. Excellent way of thinking about it. And so true. And you look at all the various people that contribute at, at WordPress events. And I, I think WordPress has, has made great strides in, in, in supporting gender diversity uh, and in diversity writ large. And I think there's still more work to do. And so I want to kind of bridge now into like the work to do part and maybe it's community organizers, but I'm thinking maybe more folks running companies or teams and thinking generally about gender diversity and how you might think about approaching that. Um, but we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're interviewing Sam Munoz about how women can thrive with WordPress. Sam, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about how web design and development and WordPress in particular can be a, a very meaningful start for women in learning technology and starting technology careers. Um, we kind of talked a little bit about the strength of the community, but I kind of want to now shift back to um, what organizations can do. And so specifically, how should organizations think about their strategy for either attracting more women engineers um, to their teams, but also developing that talent from within? Um, what, what can folks be doing to, to drive towards these outcomes? I love this question because this really is at the heart of one of my like personal missions, which is seeing women not only enter, but stay in the space. That's the, that's the key is stay in the space and grow. And I think that it's things like seeing women and, and noticing their skills and their talents. Uh, and if we're thinking, let's take it from two perspectives. So if we're thinking about pulling people in again, we, we mentioned this earlier on the podcast, casting a wide enough net where you have talent across the board. Um, paying women well, whether it be, you know, as a company hiring people, or if you are a client hiring a, a woman freelancer, uh, paying her well, because if we can't sustain ourselves financially, we can't stay in the space period. And then when it comes to retention, creating internal spaces where women can be themselves. And also, uh, I, I let you, you said, um, essentially like educating from within, I think like, again, seeing if anyone in an organization has an interest in developing skills, noticing those strengths, and then allowing them to cultivate them. I don't even think that that's like a gender specific thing. I think just like managers seeing like, wow, this person not only is like great at their core job, but they actually have all these other strengths. How can we build more into that and allowing them to, you know, raise uh, themselves in the ranks, if you will. Um, I think that that's really valuable. And I think that that's something that just could be helpful in general is, is having people who have uh, people under them, just noticing, noticing where they're thriving and where they're doing well. And then also listening for, you know, the areas where they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I'm uh, fearful in these spaces. Yeah, that that seeing and noticing, and you, you know, I put this in the same sentence, but you later said and listening, I think really stand out to me. And and even thinking about my own professional development engage, engagements with women I've had on my team in the past, that listening part is so critical. And I have definitely identified technical talent just by asking the question, um, and 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 it's such an important part of it. Um, obviously, hitting on the casting the wide net again, super important there. And then I liked how you kind of underpinned the kind of paying women well and, and pay equity part. And I, I think that's a part a lot of folks don't really think about too much. And, and you know, we often are hiring managers. I'm not saying that it works at WP Engine. We have a very um, balanced and, and fair pay structure. But oftentimes what will happen is folks will say like, well, what did you earn in your last job? And then make it a little bit better for the new offer. And you can even be inheriting pay equity issues from prior mm -hmm. employers like that. So it's a very important thing to keep an eye on. Is that around the, the, the area of what you were suggesting there? Absolutely. And I do want to say also in terms of like taking personal accountability for 
um, advocating for ourselves. So if you're a woman web designer developer listening to this, it's really, you know, how can I make sure that I know my strengths, feel confident in my own skills so that when I go into, you know, the opportunity to have a new position, or if I'm talking to a potential client, I know the value that I provide and I can make sure that I'm being paid accordingly. There is a level of, you know, self um, advocacy that has to be involved in that too. Um, and again, like spaces can make that it, it can make that feel more safe to do. And we can also grow in our own confidence to go in there and say, yep, I am worth this. And I won't take anything less than that. That's very sound advice. I think the most rampant business problem in freelancing is undercharging and definitely could see where if you were, you know, kind of getting over confidence issues, um, that would be more acute and really appreciate you kind of sharing that perspective on that. Well, this has been incredible, incredibly illuminating for me. And I think also our listeners, Sam, this was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it. It was a wonderful conversation. Of course, of course. We'll have to have you back and good luck on your new job and helping to uh, drive WordPress forward. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about what Sam is up to, you can visit makingwebsitemagic.com to check out her podcast. And of course, you can check her out on Twitter at hello Sam Munoz, spelled M-U-N-O-Z. Thanks everyone for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.